everybody <clears throat> excuse the voice um this is my name is brent reed and welcome to an all new downright sports radio the podcast and i would like to say for the first time we are broadcasting from uh dynastyradio.com home of new york's greatest hip-hop i'm gonna get that right don't worry it's the first time but um uh, we're going to explain everything once the show opens up, but we're just going to let you know right now, we're going to kick the show off with some music here we're on the anniver- the week of the anniversary of the Dynasty, uh, no, excuse me, of the Blueprint 2, uh, uh, Jay-Z's uh, album, we're going to play a little music here, and uh, I'll explain the rest of the show, I'm a little nervous, first show in a while, first show in uh, like three weeks, but um, buckle up. Uh, get ready because ladies and gentlemen it is showtime
see, I said. Jealousy, I said. Got the whole industry mad at me, I said. Then B, I said, hove, remind yourself. Nobody built like you. You design yourself. I agree, I said. My one-of-a-kind self gets stoned every day like Jesus did. What he said, I said, has been said before. Just keep doing your thing, he said. Say no more. Hey, 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 hey. Hello, everybody. Facebook Live, <clears throat> YouTube, uh, Spotify, Google Play, Anchor, and now Downright Sports, the radio podcast is home at Dynasty Radio. Are you ready, ladies and gentlemen? Clap it up. Let me, I need more claps. Live radio is nothing like it. And I even put the wrong sound effect in. That's what Post is for, kids. I, um, I'm nervous. I'm excited. This is cool. First of all, welcome everybody to an all new Downright Sports the Radio <clears throat> podcast. I am the one, the only, the notorious sports critic, your friend, my buddy, Brent Reed. I, we never heard the show before. For those of you on um, Dynasty Radio, if you're listening, it's Thursday, November 19th. We're debuting on this station. You need to understand what type of show this is. It's a sports show. But it's not a regular sports show. Um, I'm not employed by any magazine, newspaper, or mega company, ESPN, Fox, or anybody. I am a sports fan. That's number one. And there's tons of millions of thousands of sports shows out there. And they all have the same type of person. But you're getting a show from a true sports fan as I talk to you like a fan. So some of the deci- some of the things I say is coming from a fan's perspective. Sometimes there will be some logic involved. There will be some history, be some facts. But most times it's because I'm a fan and this is how fans talk. Um, the biggest cliche is uh, the barbershop talk. That's BS. I'm a I'm corner talk. We're talking on the corner here. We're talking. Before school starts, when remember when you were in school and you couldn't wait till you saw the game the night before and you wanted to get to school and you wanted to get the argument who had the better game. I'm an old dude, so the argument was always Shaq, Kobe, who was running that team, who was better, AI or Kobe. Those were the conversations we were having, kids. That's what was going on. But as the show goes on, we're going to talk more and more about our new home at... um. Our new home, <clears throat> excuse me, at Dynasty Radio, uh, New York's best uh, hip hop. I'm gonna get that right. Don't you worry. We're gonna get it right here tonight. But your boy's been gone for a minute. I took a couple weeks off. Um, wanted to take some time to relax, go see the family, and then I got a sinus cold, which was in today's climate you don't want to have. Um, any sneeze, cough, or tickle, you're already scared. But your boy is good. I'm still standing like a good Elton John song. You feel me? But what we're gonna kick it off with, because since I was gone, there's been some it's been some rumblings, if you will, in the NBA. Now for those of you that are new to the show, I love picking on the NBA. It's easy. It's the best soap opera out there. This is not the NFL. The NFL soap opera's over. Everybody's paid, fat, and happy. It's the NBA. Why? Because the gift that keeps on giving. So, 
the new rumors out there are Houston, who fired their head coach, fired their general manager, fired the groundskeeper, <coughs> excuse me, fired the janitor, fired the, the maintenance crew, fired everybody. They want to hold a cleaning house. Hired a new head coach. Now they want to get rid of not one, potentially, not one, but two MVPs. Not one, but two. Now, granted, they've won nothing with either, but you best to at least keep one. So some of the rumors out there are Russell Westbrook is going to go to this team, that team, this team, that team. The biggest rumor that I saw was Russell Westbrook was going to head to the Knicks. I'm here to tell you right now, Russell Westbrook comes to the Knicks. I'm burning my citizenship because this would be the worst decision the Knicks would make. I'm going to tell you how the scenario will break down. Write it down, ladies and gentlemen, because I'm not going to repeat myself. The Knicks will trade for Russell Westbrook. They end up trading this draft pick, next year's draft pick, the draft pick of my first child, and the draft pick 10, 20 years from now. Houston will flourish from all the draft picks the Knicks give up for this one player who's 30 going on 40. Broke, you know, knees is shot, back is shot, he, you know, balls to the wall kind of player, and the body's starting to break. The Knicks will trade the house for him. They will make the playoffs once. They will be exciting maybe the second time, but they will be trash going forward as Russell Westbrook begins to never play and just collect a check for the Knicks. Who doesn't want that? Good for him. Bad for the Knicks. Knicks, if you're listening, if you hear me, you're hearing me right now on Dynasty Radio, your number one source for hip-hop, R&B, and soul. I told you I was going to get it right. <laughs> you're hearing me now. I'm the only sports show on this station. Do not trade for Russell Westbrook. The only trade out there that Knicks need to make is for Devin Booker. That's the Knicks. That's the trade the Knicks need to make. The kid has it. He is showtime ready. I'm going to start stamping guys with that. You're going to be showtime ready going for it. The kid is showtime ready. He's got it all. He's got what it t- He can score with buckets. He's what, six foot six. He's still in his 20s. He doesn't get hurt. He's been relaxing on vacation while playing in Phoenix. You go get this kid. You pair him up with that bum R.J. Barrett you drafted last year, and you might make some noise. You start building. There's plenty of free agents out there the Knicks can go get to make a little drumblings. There's a plenty of sidekick side meets out there I've written down the Knicks can explore. You know what? I'm not playing GM for the Knicks today. I'll do that later. What is this? This is trash. I'll play GM for the Knicks some other time. This is actually a good segue. Just throw that away. Because some of the other... Um, uh, asinine things I've heard coming out of uh, the rumor mill is James Harden to Brooklyn. What? What is going on in Brooklyn? Now, I'm a, I, don't, I don't play in the Brooklyn playground too much. You know what I'm saying? Brooklyn, it's, it's not in my, you know, I don't go out. I've been to Brooklyn like five times my entire life. I was born and raised in the city. I've only been to Brooklyn like five times, all right? You know, BK goes hard. But the decisions made on Atlantic Avenue is, you know, some backward stuff. I don't curse on my show, but it's very backwards. You hire Steve Nash as the head coach. You got two bullheaded veteran players, and you hire Steve Nash, who ain't got no coaching experience at, at the, the, this level, and you just throw him in there thinking, oh, we're just going to strike lightning in the bottle. It worked for Steve Kerr. 
Steve Kerr was fortunate enough to have Mark Jackson do the work early. These two haven't even played together. And you're just going to see, all right, fair enough. You get, so the one thing about Kevin Durant is he can play with anybody. He's proven it, going to Golden State. He's proven it doesn't matter who's on the court, he's going to ball out. Um, Kyrie Irving has proven he couldn't play with children before he turns his back on them. So you got Kyrie Irving, who is ball, heavy ball dominant. I'm talking if he passes it, it's because his hands got blisters. And you're going to go after James Harden? James Harden. That's your... Now, I have the I believe James Harden could change his game and choose to be a... He could be a facilitator. He averaged uh, 10 to 11 assists while putting up 30 points a game. He can do it. But why would he want to? Now, where are places James Harden should look to go if he has the opportunity? I don't understand why nobody wants to play in San Antonio. Like, why wouldn't you want to go play? Why, if you were a veteran player, you wouldn't want to play for Greg Popovich? Why? Because he demands too much from you. His five championship rings ain't enough. The guy proves he can get it done. You take, let me put this list together. You take um, uh, a veteran like Chris Paul, uh, excuse me, a veteran like Chris Paul, a veteran like Eric Bledsoe, and a guy like Aaron Gordon, you give him to um, Greg Popovich, you think he can't work magic? Come on. Easy. Easy. Easy W. Easy. Because the guy's a genius and he knows how to make it work. He knows how to put it together. Now, that brings me to Chris Paul. Another genius idea. We're going to trade Chris Paul to Phoenix. Chris Paul, in the latter years of his career, is going to want to play in Phoenix? Why? It's just, it's just, I thought Chris Paul was friends with LeBron. And, and like, is LeBron like is LeBron really that guy? He don't want to play with his friends because he doesn't want them to hate him. Because if I'm Chris Paul at this point in my career, I'm trying to get to a team that can get me to a championship. Honestly, if Chris Paul can't go to LA, if I'm Chris Paul, I'm going. I'm going to South Beach. Miami proved they got ballers. They got guys we may not know their names. But they got ballers. They went to the finals, kids, with one superstar. Give him Chris Paul, who don't need to score, but still can put up buckets. Don't need to score. Just let Chris Paul facilitate. Can you imagine? Be like a quarterback out there. It'd be insane. You get a you get a you get a great player like Chris Paul. You put him with um, Jimmy Butler and those young group of guys, and you add one more piece, Eric Gordon. Um, Excuse me, Aaron Gordon, Eric Bledsoe, <clears throat> Andre Drummond. I'm going to touch on him in a second. Like, there's plenty of guys out there. They could just throw in there and make some money, baby. Make it happen. So, um, um, this NBA offseason is going to be fun and fantastic. Now, before I wrap up this segment, I have to thank all of you out there need to gloat, I mean, need to bow down and give respect to one man, LeVar, is, this, is that the dad's name, LeVar, LaMelo, Cappuccino, <laughs> um, I think it's LeVar, hold on, let's find him, LeVar Ball, that's who we 
need to give respect to. That daddy told the world, Neil LaVar, that man, this 53-year-old man, six foot, he's tall. I didn't know he was that tall. Six foot six, born in Los Angeles, California, told the world years ago, his son, the LaVar Ball, was going to be drafted number one. He was drafted number two by the Los Angeles Lakers. He said all his kids would be drafted number one. Uh, Leangelo wasn't drafted, but LaMelo will be drafted. <coughs> and a lot of the rumors are he's going number one. Yeah, he might be cocky. He may be crazy. He may say some outlandish stuff. But the man was two out of three. You call your shot. Tell me how many times you've been two out of three when you told the world you were going to do something and it happened. How many times are you two out of three with two kids going one and two, maybe one and two in the draft? NBA draft. That's something. <laughs> you like, think about that. Why you thought this man was nuts, why you think this man is Mr. Funny, First of all, he gave his kid his own sneaker. His kid did turn his back on that. But he gave his kid his own sneaker. He was, smart, he was smart to do that. Basically went to Lithuania and purchased the country. And now has his another son, his his baby boy, maybe one or two in the draft. I don't know if the kid can ball. The older brother is, you know, the jury's still out. I think he's going to be a good journeyman player. Honestly, I think that's a good pickup for the Knicks. The Knicks need a point guard. I would go get him. I'm just saying. He's just going to waste time down New Orleans. I say go get him and let him be, let that star shine. If anything, we'll have something fun to talk about in New York again. But, <laughs> ooh, get that daddy his props. Give his mama her props. Because he said my boys is going drafted number one. And he's been quiet. He's been quiet because if the kid gets drafted to Minnesota, nobody's going to hear from him again. Nobody will know he exists. But let him get drafted by Golden State or somebody trades up for him or trades to get, you know what I'm saying, switches spots. I don't know. I'm just saying, kids. I'm just saying. Anywho, so. If you're watching on Facebook Live, we appreciate it and we thank you. Uh, the way it works is we do it in segments. So. Uh, if you listen to the show, <coughs> there's three segments on the show. Um, the segments are broken up by music. Obviously, I'm not going to play music on Facebook Live. So, we're going to go to Fade the Black. And then I hope you come back for the, the, se- the next two segments. If not, thank you for the first one. Um, you can also, starting on Fridays, you can watch the show on YouTube. Yeah, edited down version of the show. We're going to practice on how to do that. It's going to be tough. But... Officially this week, Thursday, November uh, 19th, the show has got a new home, a new address. <coughs> you can still find at the old addresses, and I'll tell you those in a second. But now we are at DynastyRadioNY.com, uh, your number one source for hip-hop, R&B, and soul. Um that's what we are. Uh, this is the official station and home of 
Kim Dynasty, want to give her all the love and shout out, and Cheryl Underwood Radio, how about that? So, big things popping, believe it or not, <laughs> big things popping. But if you like the podcast, you can listen to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Anchor, Spotify, and anywhere else podcasts are picked up and listened to. Your boy is worldwide. Say what you want. Keep your lips sealed. We'll be right back. If you're, um, again, if you're watching, we'll be, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. Come back. <coughs> but uh, if you're listening, uh, because the show is going to be broadcasted on a new home, I want you to get, get an idea of what music we're going to be playing a lot. It is hip-hop based. But I like a lot of music, like sports. Uh, the first segment, the first song, we did a tribute to Jay Z in his anniversary of the Blueprint Two. Uh, but now we're gonna play some. Um, we're gonna play some uh, crap. <laughs> uh, Black Keys, excuse me. We're gonna play some Black Keys and a little Lonely Boy. This is Downray Sports. That was awesome.
checking out little lonely boy by uh black keys if you will so if you again uh downright sports radio the podcast has a new home at uh dynasty radio dot uh dynasty radio ny.com your number one source for hip-hop r&b and soul if you will um I'm gonna play some rock, so you better get used to it. It's gonna be some rock. It's gonna be some 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 soul, some R&B, some old school. It's gonna be a little everything on my show until I get orders of otherwise. You feel me? So nice to have the new home, if you will. Thanks, Al. Uh, a little hot water for my lovely assistant, Allie Lane. Everybody, clap it up, clap it up. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't drop the light, baby. <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> if this is the first time you ever heard the show before. Check it out. I talk. I'm gonna give you all the majors. I'm gonna give you baseball, basketball, and football today. The Masters did happen this past weekend for the first time in the history of history. For the first time in the hundred plus years of the Masters, it was played in November because of Corona. 2020 has changed everything. Some good, mostly all bad. But um, Dustin Johnson looks to have. Conquered the Masters, uh, his earnings, if you will, the purse, if you will, $11 million. A little hot water for the throat. Hear me out. I can't get excited because if I get excited, I'm going to start coughing. <clears throat> Hear me out. If you're a parent, if you're a black parent, <laughs> I know you like football. I know you like baseball. Let's be real. I know you like football and basketball. It's sexy. I get it. But if you want your kid to make money and they're not smart enough to be a doctor or a lawyer, golf is where it's at. You hear what I'm saying to you? Let me give you an idea of the earnings, okay? Dustin Johnson finished in first place uh, $2.1 million. Uh, what is it? Carson Smith, one million. I'm not gonna butcher his name. Sun G M, one million. The guy who finished in fifth, four hundred thirty-seven K. That's one event. One event. Do that four times in one year and come holler at me. <clears throat> yeah, it's like that. So congratulations to Dustin Johnson. Um, he took care of business. Uh, can I get the whole leaderboard? I want to see what Tiger finished. And then we're going to talk some baseball. What Tiger finish? Did he show? Did Tiger show? I ain't put no money on Tiger. Uh, reading these boards is hard. He didn't, Tiger finished uh, tied for 38th. That's not bad. He won last year. He finished minus one. So he finished with a good score. He didn't finish like he normally does. So... He was tied for 28th. A bunch of guys kind of finished in the middle of the pack. So, good for Tiger. You know, what he make? What did the what did the 38th guy make? Oh, I don't know. $50,000. Tell my parents tomorrow they messed up. Should be playing golf. You feel me? Now, to more rich athletes. Uh, <coughs> baseball handed out its awards. That's the least of our concern. We don't really care about that. Because for some strange reason... Baseball thinks they don't have to give the Yankees an MVP award. And I find that a little bit weird and strange. Uh, 
Luke Voigt led the leagues in home runs and had a great year. Uh, DJ and Mayhew again led the, uh, was the first in hits last year. He was second in hits. The guy's automatic. They call him a machine. He's automatic. He's a beast. But for some reason, when you play for the Yankees, you don't get an MVP award, and I don't understand it. I just don't. Guys don't get Cy Young awards. They don't get MVP awards. A few years ago, <clears throat> I think it was was a CC. I think it was CC. CC won like twenty games. ZRA was a little high, but he won twenty games. Felix Hernandez won eleven games. He lost thirteen. They gave him the Cy Young. He had more quality starts. That's BS. I don't give a if you lose more than you win, that's not quality starts. Oh, but uh CC's uh his his team scores more runs for him. Okay. And he uses it to his advantage. I'm sorry when that became a problem. <sighs> Michael Jordan has Scottie Pippen. Was Michael still not the greatest? What the hell's your point? So <coughs> excuse me. Um like, it makes zero, I don't understand what this New York bias is in baseball where they don't give them the, um, the, the awards. Like, they never get MVP awards. It's the crazy, the last MVP on the Yankees was A-Rod in 2000 and, was it 2009? No, excuse me, back up. 2003 or four, five, it was some weird thing, but that's the last MVP the Yankees had, like, Jeter had great years, number one MVP. In fact, he lost to uh, Dustin Pedroia one year, and Jeter's numbers was better. Like, <laughs> I just don't get it. Like, it doesn't make sense to me at all, this this bias. Because let me tell you something. You take the Yankees out of baseball, I promise you, the baseball, MLS will pass them tomorrow. Mark my words. Book it. <laughs> MLS will pass them tomorrow. It, will, it won't even be close. It it won't even be it won't even be it'd be laughable. The WNBA will pass them. Like that's how bad it will be. You hear me? <coughs> so sticking with New York, I was going to go over all this other crap, but let's stick with New York. All right, the New York Mets uh, got a new owner, uh, Steve Cohn. Um, built millionaire guy's got buku money. We don't even care how he made his money, but he's now owning the Mets. And if you're a Mets fan, you're going crazy. Why? Because he um, he's from uh, New York. He's a New York native. He's from upstate, though. So let's be clear. All right. Uh, what is he famous for? I guess nothing. <laughs> he's just a billionaire for the sake of being a billionaire. We're not gonna go down this guy's resume, but. Oh, hedge fund guy. Hedge fund guy. Who knows what a hedge fund is? Raise your hand. But he made his money, and now he's going to own the Mets. It's a lifelong dream. Zaba, zaba, zaba. Word on the street is he's going to spend money. He's ready to spend money. I'm going after everybody. The history of the Mets have been when they spend money, they do jack. Like, the Mets have that Knicks vibe. You get paid and you retire. Bobby Bonilla is still getting paid, and he ain't played in, like, 20-plus years. And he will be continued getting paid. It's like a million dollars a year. Like, what kind of crazy deal is that, right? The Mets are great when they use their farm system. Date the Mets back to their earliest days. 
they're always great when they have homegrown guys and they bring them up. Matt Harvey, just for the most recent guys. Matt Harvey, uh, Jacob DeGrom, uh, what's the kid's name? Pete Alfonso, uh, Jorge, uh, uh, Jose Reyes when he was good. Um, Daryl Strawberry, Doc Gooden, the list goes on. Heck, Tom Seaver, you know, if you want. I don't know the Mets of the 60s, but the Mets have been great when they use farm system players, when they build a team, if you will. Here's that old adage, building a team. Steven, that's your first name. Steven, I know you've made money being a hedge fund guy. And you've made billions. Billions. Hold on, let me do it like Donald Trump. You've made billions. Billions. Huge. Everybody's talking about it. You've made a ton of money, right? But listen to me. Listen to your boy, Brent. Hear me out. I had to change my shirt because I sweat so hard. Listen to your boy, all right? Use your farm system. Forget the, the flashy back page stuff trying to compete with the Yankees. You will never win. But here's how you do win. <clears throat> when the Mets have homegrown guys and the Mets are the best team in New York, New York loves it. New York is secretly a Mets town. I hate to tell people that, but New York is because everybody, not everybody in New York grew up a Yankee fan. Now, if you're from the Bronx and you don't root for the Yankees, we should put you on the rail and take you to town. But, um,. The Mets truly watch, watch it. Like when the Mets went to the World Series a few years ago, in 2015, city was like, what? "The Mets are in!" Oh my God! My my dad, my mother and father are Yankee fans. Wait, wait. Every time the Mets make it to the World Series, my dad is glued to the TV. Mets are blue collar. Mets are the common man's team. <clears throat> Average people can't relate to the Yankees. Pinstripes, clean, best stadium, suaved out, prettiest women. They're the Ric Flair. Of baseball, woo, got the robe and everything, doing the chop, you know, Steve Austin-like team, give him a beer, crack it open, go crazy, uh, stun everybody in America, you know, that, that old adage, right, that's the Mets, and if the Mets want to be good, they need to build farms, get a good farm system, draft good, don't, kind of, you know, sign a couple free agents to kind of build around those guys, but that's the way to get it done, if you if you feel me. Anyway, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be back with more show. Um, if you're watching on Facebook Live, we thank you so much. We're gonna take one break, play some music. We'll be right back um, and wrap the show up because I really got a coughing fit on the way, and I don't want to do it on the air. All right, downright sports, everybody. Nigga one, Word up. Look out for the cops, though. Cash fruit. Word up. Two for fives over here, baby. Word up. Two for fives. Them niggas got garbage down the way. Word up. Cash fruit. Everything around me. Cream it. Yeah. Check this old fly shit out. Word up. Cash fruit. Everything around joint. me. Cream get the here money. We, here we go. Dollar, Check dollar this bill, shit. On the crime side, the New York Times side Staying alive was no job At second hands, moms bounced on old man So then we moved to Shallon Land A young dude, you're rocking the gold tooth Low goose, only way I begin to G-York was drug loot And let's start it like this, son Rolling with this 
this one and that one, pulling out gats for fun. But it was just a dream for the team who was a fiend. Started smoking wolves at 16. And running up in gates and doing hits by high stakes. Making my way on fire skates. No question, I was speed for cracks and weed. The combination made my eyes bleed. No question, I would flow off and try to get the door off. Sticking up white boys on board boards. My life got no better. Same damn low sweater. Times is rough and tough like leather. Figured out I went the wrong route. So I got with a sick ass click and went all out. Catching keys from four C's. Rolling in MPVs. Every week we made 40 G's. Yo, nigga, respect my. A nigga to check notch. Bow. Move from the gate now. Cash moves everything around me. Green, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, yo. Cash moves everything around me. Green, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, yo. Survival got me bugging, but I'm alive on arrival. I'm being back the shape of the streets to stay awake to the ways of the world, cause shit is deep. I'm in with the dream, with plans to make cream, which fail. I went to jail at the age of 15, a young buck, selling drugs and such, who never had much, trying to get a clutch of what I could not. Court play me short, now I'm facing incarceration, pacing, throwing up states, my destination. Handcuffed in back of a bus, 40 of us. Life as a shorty shouldn't be so rough. But as the world turned, I learned life is hell. Living in the world no different from a cell. Every day I skate from takes, giving chase, selling bass, smoking bones in the staircase. Though I don't know why I chose to smoke cess. I guess that's the time when I'm not depressed. But I'm still depressed. And I ask, what's it work? Ready to give up, so I seek the old earth. Who explained working hard may help you maintain. To learn to overcome the heartaches and pain. You got stick up kids, corrupt cops and crack rocks and straight shots. All in a block that stays hot. Leave it up to me while I be living proof. To kick the truth to the young black youth. But shorties running wild, smoking cess, drinking beer. And ain't trying to hear what I'm kicking in his ear. Neglect it for now, but yo, it got to be accepted. That what? The light is hectic. Cash moves everything around me. Green, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, yo. Okay, okay. That was awesome. <laughs> Yo, thank you. Uh, all right, we're back. And um, this is Downright Sports Radio, the podcast. Um, you can always listen to the show at Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, and its new home. What is happening here? Its new home of uh, Dynasty Radio 
ny.com your number one source for hip-hop r&b and soul if you will i got a ring in my headset what is going on the first inaugural show is always a headache kids i'm here to tell you the first show is always a headache i have a cough i can't get rid of I just had ringing in my headset, which is the most annoying thing ever, and I started the show late. It's all good. Um, so COVID has attacked everybody, if you will. COVID has hit 2,000, like when Rick James went into Charlie Murphy and Eddie Murphy's house and got on the couch. But we haven't had a Charlie Murphy and Rick James to beat its legs, so it's just been kicking our couch all year and just saying, F your couch. <laughs> you can buy a new one. Like, it's pretty much how it just disrespected us. So, <clears throat> it should be no surprise that college football is not exempt, or the NFL, if you will, is not exempt from COVID, all right? Let's just go, we're going we're gonna to dive into this college stuff, and we're going to wrap the show up, all right? Since September 5th, there have been over 50, 50 college games canceled due to COVID. Just this week alone, just this week. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 big Division I schools have canceled games due to COVID. For those of you that don't know what COVID is, Corona. Coronavirus. Remember, Cardi B told us. We should all know. <clears throat> it makes zero sense to me. Now, why is there college games being played? Well, I'm glad you asked. Money. Always follow the money. It's money. They don't want to miss out on that TV money, baby. Because a dang show ain't letting nobody in the stands. Well, unless you're Notre Dame. Oh, Notre Dame knocks off Clemson. What do they do? They rush the field. Oh, my God. Let's just all get together and get closer. <coughs> the NCAA is the biggest joke. I played college baseball. They give you that pamphlet, and you get scared. Oh, my God. I should do nothing. Knowing what I know now, I should have just took steroids and made it, to ba- made it to the major leagues. Because the NCAA... Is Barney Fife? I just aged myself of the of of policing people. If you don't know who Barney Fife is, go look up um uh the Andy Griffith show. Okay, I don't know any bad cops now. Oh, just one. Don't do that. But I don't know any bad TV cops. So um, but they're 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 they they're they're mall security. You know what? Mall security is better. They are the security guards you hire to watch the grocery store. That's how much power they have. I've seen the NCAA come down hard because a guy took a few dollars to buy a suit. I've seen the NCAA lose its mind because some kid stole. Uh, no, they didn't even do nothing about him. But I've seen them go crazy over um, some kid who was going to make millions of dollars anyway. His parents, somebody bought his parents a house or the school bought him a car. But something like your the, the health and safety of the students are first, and they don't even give it a glance, don't even put a restriction in, nothing. Each state has its own rules, and we're going to let every state do whatever they want, and we're going to let the schools do what they want too, because we don't want to miss out on that money. 
Well, guess what? You just missed out on Alabama and LSU this weekend. Marquee game. CBS. Prime time, if you will. Millions of people going to be watching. How much money you just made on that game? Oh, let me help you. Zero. Instead, you're showing reruns of I Love Lucy. Uh, another marquee game. Uh, Missouri versus Georgia. Big game. Ohio State versus Maryland. Big game. Um... Rice versus, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Nobody wants to see Rice. But you get what I will. Heck, Utah and UCLA, big game. Arizona State and Colorado, big game. Texas A&M and Tennessee, big game. Auburn, Mississippi State, big game. These are all money games. They all going to get eyeballs to the screen, betting in Vegas galore, and now ain't none of it happening. This idea that business needs to keep going if everybody's dying or getting sick, ain't no business to keep going to. <coughs> College football is not... It, no, let me take that back. In places like Alabama, in places like um, Louisiana, Monroe, college may be the only economy stream, ec- uh, uh, economy stream, you know, economical stream that these people have, to be fair. If I'm wrong, write me. I don't care. But, you got to also look at the Like, you, they put nothing in place. There's no kind of bubble system. Don't give me the crap these kids go to class because they don't. <coughs> I, can, I can pretty much guarantee. And if I'm wrong, write me. But I'm going to put money on it. Some of the top athletes at some of these schools may attend class twice and get their work sent to them if they get that. So you telling me you can't carve out a place on campus, just take one building. I think you can afford it. Heck, you could have built the building. Heck, the, the, I know a school that bought a hotel, the whole hotel, to put students up in it. So don't give me this, all right? So you take a hotel. I'm going to wrap this up. You take, a, you take a section. You put all the kids that's on the football team, and then you say, this is where you stay. All your classes are done online, and the only time you leave here is to go to practice, go to game, back here you stay here you don't leave this is your life until the school year is over then and only then you can beat this <coughs> but you let kids just willy-nilly walk around campus go to parties go to keggers go to frat parties have all kind of chaos and and, and 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 parties and toga and drugs and liquor i'm getting high thinking about it. oh man but all this what was i talking about again I'm just joking. But all this fun and excitement that they keep having, what do you think? I was 19, I was 18, I was 19, I was going to live forever. You can't, I mean, you, the NBA, the NF, the, the NHL, they showed us the blueprint. They showed America the blueprint that less is more when it comes to COVID. The less you do, the more it kills it. The NBA and the NHL had zero cases. While they were in Canada and Orlando. Zero cases. The state of Florida had more than uh, some states combined. And guess where the NBA took place? In Florida. Interesting. Interesting. The reason why I'm saying the NCAA can do it and they can tell the schools to do it. Because the colleges own the land. They own the stadiums. They own the property. It's easy. It's the easiest thing you can do. But yet... When it comes to college sports, we just look the other way. Except if he takes a dollar to get a haircut. 
<laughs> like where's the where where's the lines draw? Where's the authority? Where's the power? My girl. Every time I watch a movie, my girlfriend always asks me, "This is not logical." Any movie we watch, that's not this is not logical. Like, who just drives to a person's house and who pays the insurance? Like, she think like she should run the NCAA. I just got Al, my girlfriend Ali should run the NCAA. She would do a better job of whatever bozo runs it now. I, I I respect him so little. I don't know his name. Who cares? All right. Who ca- who cares? This COVID thing is not going away until people realize. They can't keep disrespecting it. <clears throat> when you get termites, you get rid of them. You shut the house down. Everybody get the hell out. We got a fumigate. Or if you get bed bugs, that's a wrap. Nobody comes in, nobody comes out. We got to take care of business. But for some reason, this thing that seems to be undefeated <coughs> is allowed to just do it at once. And you're just afraid because you may miss out on a dollar. Well, guess what? You missed out on plenty of money this week. You missed out on plenty of money. Because if you're college football, I know you think you're big. You do not want to compete with the NFL when playoffs come around. I can promise you right now you're going to lose. Now, yeah, you can put football on it any day of the week. But there's some lines. Like, people don't. I'm telling you. People are not going to want to watch Alabama LSU May 5th. They got better things to do. <clears throat> some sports is seasonal. College football is one of them. I'm just here to tell you. People, some sports is like, oh, I watch, you know, like, oh my God. The NFL can put on a game June 5th. They can stretch their season out. I don't know if everybody's going to be too, like, hung up on Auburn versus Mississippi State August 23rd, you know, when the season just keeps getting stretched out because, you know, you got to keep canceling games. I'll say this again they cancel over 50 games. <laughs> since September 5th because they can't keep people healthy. I don't know how you can't institutionalize kids. It's the craziest thing. Your whole mission statement as a college is to protect the child. You're not doing it. <coughs> Am I missing something here? If take football out of place. I will wrap the show up. Take football out of place. What if kids were just getting sick on campus just because? Parents would be concerned. <laughs> Say it wasn't teams canceling games, but they were canceling classes because I don't know an outbreak happened in in home mech. The home mech teacher be what the hell's going on? Why are there people being sick on camp? Why why haven't we found a way to stop this? When a school gets an STD outbreak, they cut that. We stop it. I've heard plenty of schools that have some outbreaks. I'm just saying they <laughs> you gotta go home. I don't know what you got, but you gotta go home. Why doesn't apply the other way? I don't know. What OJ say? I'm just saying. <laughs> you should go to OJ's Twitter. It's funny. Anyway, hey, thank you all. It's been fun. Uh, uh, we want to thank the new home. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the we the new address, if you will. We have a lot of addresses, but we want to thank the new address for Downray Sports Radio Thursday. November 19th, if you're listening to it Thursday, November 19th, thank you, but Thursday, November 19th, um, go to www.dynastyradiony.com, and you will hear yours truly, the notorious sports critic, Brent Reed, on his new home, uh, the say I share a address with Cheryl Underwood right now. That is big for me. <laughs> and I also share an address with uh, Kim Dynasty, who gave us, uh, yeah, Kim Dynasty. 
who gave us this opportunity to uh, syndicate the show. The show is being syndicated for the first time outside of my hands. So uh, let's see how this goes. the first inaugural episode goes. Um, but subscribe to the show. Also the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Anchor, Google Play, SoundCloud, anywhere you can find. And then if you want to continue watching this printer first, uh, you can go to YouTube Friday and get the full show. And some extras will be thrown in there as well, hopefully. And that's what should be fun. So uh, thank you all. It's been fun. We'll be back next week. Hopefully my cough will be gone and the show can go back to madness. I had all kind of stuff set up. We were going, we were going in. Like, we really was. Like, we had, I had special guests coming and everything, and we were going to do the bullhorn. We had the bullhorn. We were going to the bullhorn. Yes, we was. I was going to do a lot of bullhorn talk today. But, instead, we'll save it for next week, and we'll have some fun with it. Uh, I got a wig and everything. Yeah. A little role play. All right, guys. Be safe out there. Wash your hands. Cover your mouth. Wear the mask. Be safe. Oh. Happy anniversary to all servicemen and women for protecting us. We appreciate it. A lot of family members in that, uh, if you will. You know, it's uh, it's truly you know, some real stuff. People need to understand. Sometimes you just step back and you think those that do stuff unselfishly. There's some that probably do it for a paycheck, but for the most part, a lot of us didn't sign up, but they did. So just remember that. Remember that. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Again, uh, listen to the show. Thank you, uh, uh, Dynasty Radio. Uh, hopefully, I didn't get canceled after this episode. <laughs> we will uh, see you guys next week. Deuces. Good one. DJ Chase got beats. Uh huh. Johnny Floss. Joe. Is mad. I got more bars than Rikers Island. When it come to these tracks, you know I stay wildin', stylin'. I got bread, you don't toast, and of course I'm handsome. Chicks never say gross. Huh, more swag than most. Shorty left you at the altar. Wasn't y'all supposed to elope? Huh, a joke, not even a fling. I barely even called her, but ironically, you gave her a ring. Elite writing, I'm never slacking with the pen. These are sweet 16s, so it's no bitter end. Enough for the clowning scrap. I'm here to jog your memory, even though I be walking on the track. I'm always gonna cause a spark. Try and excite New York again, like when Jordan got dunked on by Starks. Nah, scratch that. I need something new. The Nets need to have a parade on Atlantic Avenue. Relax, I get it in. Relax, I get it in. Always thinking big. Now I just need a little pimp. Relax, I get it in. Relax, I get it in. Money long enough, so now I got a little to spend. Relax, I get it in. Relax, I get it in. Always thinking big. Now I just need a little pimp. Relax, I get it in. Relax, I get it in. Money long enough, so now I got a little to spend. Uh, bread coming in. I ain't done switching bezels different tax bracket it's time to show that it's levels but it ain't about being rich you couldn't write me off even if you had some bad penmanship some say i'm local she know who i am she let me smash picture her treating me like a fan i was on shorty like all of late. new school swag even when i got on oj's 
Haters backstab me worse than the OJs. When I punch, I hit more than air. I'm not Trey. I walk the walk. Yeah, I'm just done talking. So many bars, they confuse me with a war. And your girl stay stalking. One of the kings of New York. I was influenced by Big and Christopher Walken. Grown man, not a minor. Signing off Johnny Floss, aka Mr. Clever One Liners. Relax, I get it in. Relax, I get it in. Always thinking big. Now I just need a little Kim. Relax, I get it in. Relax, I get it in. Money long enough, so now I got a little to spend. Relax, I get it in. Relax, I get it in. Always thinking big. Now I just need a little Kim. Relax, I get it in. Relax, I get it in. Money long enough, so now I got a little to spend. Uh.